Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, and Sean. Welcome everyone, uh, episode four, Interest Rates with Mates. How are we doing, gentlemen? Good morning. Very well, thank you. All is well. Uh, I reckon it's going to be a good topic, but a hard topic today. Fixed versus variable, what do I choose? Colin. Yeah, it's a, it is a big talking point at the moment. <laughs> it is. Um, so, I mean, I think what, we, what we'll first um, talk to the listeners about is more around what is it? You know, what is a fixed rate? What is a variable rate? So fixed rate, the difference between the two is um, uh, if you fix a rate, you're locked in. So repayments won't change for that period of time that you are fixed in. So generally speaking, you can fix from one through to five years. Some lenders will even give you the option to fix up to 10 years. Um, Just quickly, I believe overseas you can fix for up to like 25, 30 years. America's, so, yeah, I've heard a few America's clients 30 years. question that. Yep. <laughs> it's like, no, sorry, only one to five no, traditionally. Yeah, 25 to 30 years over the, uh, yeah. I think it's the States, like you said, yeah. Yeah, which is a long time. Um, and then variable rates uh, obviously fluctuate with the market. So if the Reserve Bank uh, change their rates month to month like they have been doing, um, then the repayments can change as well as the rates go up. Um, so I think uh, on a lot of... Um, Households agenda at the moment is talking to um, an expert about understanding whether it's right to fix, whether it's uh, good to stay on variable. And so that sort of follows into pros and cons, uh, either fixed versus variable. So I reckon the the pros would be for fixed is that you've got one set repayment for whichever you know loan term uh, you fix in for. Yeah. So that gives you certainty on repayments. You know what you're going to be paying. Um, gives you a good overview of stability over the, the that period um and then obviously pros for variable could be a cheaper interest rate potentially um a little bit more risk obviously bit, that, you know that uh and it, if rates change um next month then the repayments will change as well yeah. so uncertainty um you know and for a lot of households that are, are trying to set up a budget at the moment which i think a lot of households are because the market's obviously changing um i mean having a budget around variable rates i mean where do you where do you think you know where do you end with it, I mean, like they've gone up nine times. They've caught everyone, the RBA, that is, uh, everyone unexpected. So uh, for a lot of clients now, as I said a second ago, like they're now looking or turning towards a fixed rate and getting advice from us around what you know, what might work best uh, for them as well. So so what would be the cons of potentially fixing? Uh, less flexibility. So a variable rate offers the ultimate flexibility. You can make unlimited extra repayments without penalty. Um you can have offset facilities, so where your savings accounts, any funds in your savings is working for you and saving interest that's incurred on your home loan. Um, you can have redraw facilities, so if you pay extra repayments into the loan, you can easily redraw those funds back out if you ever want to do renovations or you know need to fix a vehicle or something. Um, so yeah, a fixed rate is great because your repayment isn't going to change. It gives you that stability and assurance, but it's a little bit more restrictive. You're locked in for that set period of time. There can be fees and charges. If your situation changes, you need to sell your home, you need to pay out that loan. Um, whereas the variable rate, yes, the interest rate and the repayments can change, but it offers the ultimate flexibility. Yeah, and I think it's important too with fixed rates that you can, because I mean, the question I get asked all the time from customers is I've been told that we can't pay extra onto a fixed rate loan, which is incorrect. You can pay extra with most lenders uh, into a fixed rate loan, but there's normally a cap. Yeah. Um, so for some lenders, it's ten thousand uh, dollars per fixed rate year. Uh, it might be uh, well for other lenders, it's twenty thousand dollars over the fixed rate period. Uh, some lenders are unlimited; you can pay uh, extra into your loan, and then uh, other lenders are smaller again. Yeah. So I think it's really important uh, before you lock in uh, a rate with a particular lender that you get the expert's advice first, just to make sure that you're picking 
a product that's right for you. Yeah, definitely. And in terms of what those fixed rates looked like uh, 12, 24 months ago, obviously we've had a lot of people come, uh, you know, when you first started the business, that that yep. was sort of that peak where that interest rate was 1.99. So we had a lot of people fixing then. Yes. What about before that? What was the sort of, uh, obviously the interest rates were up that 5 6%. How did that sort of slowly decrease over that period before COVID? Yeah, well, I mean, just before COVID, the rate fixed rates were. I mean, for a three year fixed rate, it might have been around that five to six percent, maybe a touch lower, but uh, up around that that sort of level. Um, and then through the pandemic, obviously the government uh, trying to stimulate the market, so people kept spending money. Those fixed rates came down quite quickly. So I can remember, um, I think it was the Commonwealth Bank dropped their fixed rate by one point one percent for their five year fixed wow. overnight. Uh, so that's how quickly the five year uh, rate came down, which is I've never seen that in twenty two years mm-hmm. you know, doing this role. So. Um, so there was a lot of um, uh, there was a, you know, a lot of change um, in that fixed rate market. Obviously, as soon as the rates uh, you know those fixed rates went below two percent, there was a lot of customers, a lot of households locking in, and, and those customers are still enjoying the benefits of you know two and three. I mean, some customers are even on four and five year fixed rates below two and a half percent still. Mm. So they've got quite a lot of time still up their sleeve. But there's that fixed rate cliff that we spoke about in you know in a prior episode, uh, which is coming uh, this year at some point or next year. So for a lot of households, they're having a plan for that for that increase. Um, in um, in you know, whether it be a variable rate or whether it be a fixed rate, um, moving forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Speaking from my personal experience, like yeah. when I bought my first property in two thousand and nine, I fixed just for that certainty, um, being a first home buyer. Um, but yeah, I fixed at like six and a half, seven percent for three years. Yeah, wow. And by the time that three years had had come up, um, rates were down in like. The, the low fives so that put a bit of a sour taste in my mouth and I was always like no I'll never go fixed again you know they're restrictive and but then in saying that during the the record low rates of you know fixed rates of high ones low twos um, I did decide to fix again a portion of my loan um, but yeah then we've got this fixed rate cliff coming up so it's just important not to rest on that current rate um, and just keep in mind that that rate will expire and when it does expire the rates uh, are going to be coming off um, at interest rate levels of around five percent plus yeah which is that revert rate that i know that we've uh, been speaking about a lot of people are speaking out and some lenders are notorious of just sending out a letter to say hey your fixed rate is going off um, you'll be reverting to the revert rate of six seven percent and most people leave it Unfortunately, yeah, it catches a lot of clients unaware, doesn't it? So, um, and for some customers, I'm even hearing it's just a, a message on their net bank now. You know, in terms of when they log in, they see the message. There's no, there's no paper, there's no, there's no letter yeah. anymore. So, I mean, there's no text messaging, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So, maybe the banks need to catch up in the digital space. But, um, but you know, like it's um, for a lot of households, um, you know, that that rate is coming up quite quite some. Um, some distance, you know, so... And it's good uh, to talk to a broker even three to four months prior to that happening so that they can see where they sit with borrowing capacity and actually make a plan to see which way they want to go. If they want to refix potentially at a higher rate, but they know that that's that certainty, or they're happy to go to a lower variable by maybe refinancing. Um, but I think people need to just understand that that the fixed rate is, is going to come off and that reverts rate's coming. And it's just, you know, planning ahead. So speaking to us probably a month or two before that fixed rate's due to expire so that we've got some time to sit down, go through, work out what options are going to be ideal for you um, because it's important because uh, for some customers that are fixed at 1.89 or around that level, um, they're coming up 4%, maybe even 5% depending on when that fixed rate is due to expire. Um, and depending on what you owe, that can mean quite a lot of money 
uh, well, quite an amount of money uh, more you know, per year in terms of interest costs. So, uh, I mean, there's a calculation I did for a customer, a real life example, only um, a week or two ago, and uh, their mortgage was just over five hundred thousand dollars, and they were on one point eight nine percent. They're going to, I mean, right now if they come out of that fixed rate, went to a variable rate, it'd be around twenty five thousand a year extra. Just in interest costs. So it's quite a lot of money. Um, and that's why it's important to plan for not just relying on the bank to give you a call to offer you a better rate because generally they don't. Um, you need to speak to an expert and understanding your individual circumstances and what rates and benefits might be available to you moving forward. And, that, you know, you may have been fixed for that COVID period, um, but it might not necessarily suit you in terms of a buying capacity because at the, as it stands, variable rates are lower than fixed rates. And if, you know, buying capacity has decreased over that year or two years, yep. 200, 300,000, yep. that fixed rate might not be best for you because it might not be up to service. So that's where we go through the options of going, okay, variable it is. What does that look like? But that product mightn't be suitable for the customer anymore either. So that's right. I think that's really, like Todd spoke about the uh, um, offset accounts um, as well. Like, I mean, customers might have built up quite a lot of cash savings whilst they've been paying a low fixed rate because they've had more cash flow. Um that cash can be used now, obviously, to offset the loan. Now, if we go back into a fixed rate, um, so with that current bank and there's no offset availability, then they're not using that cash to their their advantage. And again, that's why they need to have a chat with an expert. I think it's important. The market's obviously changing, um, and you need to understand whether the, the product that you're on now is still the most suitable product for you moving forward. Yeah, and even like up to three months out, like I, I recently did an application for a client, an existing client. Um, we knew their fixed rate was it was like one point eight nine percent. So we knew we wanted to preserve that as long as possible. But at the same time, there was some pretty good sort of one year fixed rates around that we were pretty sure weren't going to last forever. Mm. Um, so we did the application, got them formally approved, um, and then just rode out the next two two and a half months until. The, the ANZ fixed rate expired, or their existing an, uh, the, sorry, their existing fixed rate expired, yep. and then settled on the on the new fixed rate. So, um, yeah, uh, up to that sort of two to three months, by all means, get in touch, and we can definitely review your options and uh, see if we can assist. Just on that too, I think it's important to discuss just quickly what the rate lock process yes, is as well, definitely. because there's a lot of customers that um, uh, get a little bit confused around around the rate lock process. So. When you, uh, when you want to opt into a fixed rate, and say you're taking out a new mortgage, the, the fixed rate isn't locked in as such, and every bank's different, but generally not locked in until the day of settlement. So if you've got a, say you sign a, a contract to buy a house and you've got an extended settlement of around 30 or 60 days, depending on what that looks like, and you don't opt to lock in the rate at time of application, then you're not locked in until the day of settlement. So if that rate changes by 1% before you settle, then that's 1% more that you've got to pay for the next so many years, depending on how, month, uh, you know, how many years you've locked in for. Some banks will give you the option to pay a rate lock fee, which is generally uh, 0.15% of the actual loan that's fixed, um, or they might cap it at $750, for example, or it might even be less. I mean, some banks will even lock the rate in with no fee at, at uh, unconditional approval. So mm-hmm. every bank's different. It's really important to understand um, what options you've got available to you based on that that product, um, because otherwise it can cost you thousands of dollars if you don't get that that uh, advice piece right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as a podcast Obviously, it's just general advice at this stage. We really encourage you to get in contact with us so we can actually run it through. Um, but I, I reckon we've covered fixed and variable quite well today. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, I'm happy with that. Um, as Sean said, uh, if you're wanting advice, wanting to understand what's uh, what's in your best interest around products, etc., because there's so many different options out there in the marketplace these days, then we always get in touch with us. 
Absolutely. Very good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, the episodes will be available on all major platforms. Uh, until next week, we'll see you then. See you then. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.